board. Hi guys, this is a uh, Forfeit Minds uh, trilogy of work, rest and play. We're four professional people who uh, have got a vested interest in health, wealth, health and well-being, sorry. Wealth, yeah. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> and uh, we're going to kick off with, uh, who's going to go first with work? That would be me. Right, okay, so I just now need to share my screen. Can you all see that? Yep. 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 Right, okie doke. Come on. Okay, so First question, what does work mean to you? So I'm going to add that, put that out there to, well, Colin, you started off first, so you may as well start okay. off first on this one. Work, work means um, progress. It means um, building a better future, building a... Um, more of a uh, a better life for me and and family, and uh, it means that I can afford the things to I want to buy and things that I want to do. It gives me freedom. Mm. Good answer. Okay, Nigel. Um, work in in terms of relation to probably the image I can see on the screen. Um, rather than anything in terms of like the gym and work ethic and things like that but more sort of what I see on the screen and what most people would interpret as work is your nine to five or the equivalent for me is, is something I've always tried to make uh, something I would enjoy rather than something that's just a necessity. So for work for me has always been something that I've tried to chop and change and experimented with, with what's going to provide me with happiness as well as obviously the revenue and the, um, the money needed to obviously um, fund the nicer things in life fund fund obviously me and my family so it just means it means that it, i suppose it's the 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 vehicle that gets me to where i want to be in life in terms of the things i would want financially uh, but also is something that i've pushed to make uh, as enjoyable as i can and something that i actually feel is quite fulfilling mm -hmm. okay Kath, what about you um i guess work to me means a lot of different things I see the word work as meaning um, anything that I do to contribute to my society and social group. So even if that is doing housework, you know, I'm contributing to keeping my house upkeep, you know, right, so that um, my friends and family have got somewhere to come and my home's good, whatever. So if it's gardening, it's, you know, just keeping it so that my neighbours don't complain that my garden's a mess. So <laughs> any work that I do is like my contribution to this life that we're living that's that's what work means to me so um it as well as the job that I do and the company that I run and everything else it's just everything else that I do to contribute okay thank you right and then I'll just quickly answer that so it used to be my everything it was my live my breeze and then I had live and that whole dynamic altered um so now it's it's the sum <laughs> the parts that make um i suppose it's a portion of my wholeness if you like um it's it's what funds my lifestyle what 
makes us be able to go off on holiday and things like that. Um, but it's also the balance to my play. Mm. I need the equal balance of that. And I, I have, and, that, and that's where it sort of, whereas before it used to always be sort of all work, all work, all work. I loved it. I lived it. I breathed it. Oh God, can't do such and such because I've got work. Whereas now it's, it's making that between the two. So it, it's it's the opposite. It's it's sort of the yin to my play being the yang, if you like. Yeah. Okay. Question two: Would you say you have a good work-life balance? So, if so, how do you maintain it? Right. I'm going to throw this out to Kath first. Oh gosh. Right now, no. In all honesty, right now, um, as we know, 2020 has removed a lot of our opportunities to go out and do things in our leisure time. So I know for definite that this year I have, I, I like to be active. I don't sit and watch TV. I don't, I don't put my TV on. So, um, so I guess not having places to go has meant that I've got a lot more time on my hands. So in order to not go, uh, crazy, um, I've invested more time in work and catching up with things at home that probably I would normally leave at the office. So I know right now mm -hmm. I don't have a good work-life balance and that's really purely just due to the state of the world right now. But generally, mm -hmm. I guess because I'm aware of that, when I do get the opportunity to have downtime and re redress that balance a little bit, I take it. Okay. Nigel, out. over to you. Um, yeah, so just a couple of things there like the the work-life balance is definitely more more complicated for me being self-employed than it ever has been the time when I was in the military and I could switch off the time when I had a a, a prior a job prior to that I could always switch off when I was, when when I became self-employed and had my own business obviously it bleeds it it has to bleed in and therefore when I invested in business mentors and one of them said there's no such thing as balance and I were like well there is and he went no there isn't he says it's a spectrum so there's times when you you might work more than you need to because it's your business uh, and then you might sacrifice time with your family, with your kids. And that was always something that I always struggled with because it wasn't always nine to five. It was my job. It never is nine to five. You know, probably nine to five is when I'm my quietest because of classes and, and when I'm, I'm needed the most is evenings, mornings and a couple of daytime sessions. So it, I, I, I have sacrificed many of the personal life to build, grow my business. Now I can take a little bit more of the back seat. So I've got more balance than I ever have done. But at the time, it wasn't. It was a spectrum where I had to invest more time into my work to create that balance long term. Um, how do and, and how do I sustain it is the question. How do you maintain it? How do you maintain it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just super, super aware of it. I'm just super aware of it. I, I have created a lifestyle that is probably near enough better than what I ever wanted um, in terms of money, time, family, you know, and all that, what it brings, but it, it came at a cost initially. Like I was grafting my backside off working as, a, uh, as an individual, as a businessman, growing my business. How I maintain it now is just keeping that at the forefront of my mind. If I ever feel like I'm regressing back to that and I feel like I'm pulling away from what I value in life, then I just, I'm just super aware of it. And I, I know how to action it. I know how to control it. And I don't let the, you know, my legs come from underneath me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. <clears throat> right. I'm going to go next. So um, I do now probably more than I've ever. Um, and, and just purely because um, 
for the last few years I've been in a relationship before um, I was with my partner it was just me and Liv so of course when she was young she'd go to bed what will I do I'm, I'm in the house right okay I'll just finish some work off so I was very much like that especially I mean I work predominantly finance so at month end it, year end it was always a busy time and and whilst we've been in lockdown the first lockdown where I was solely here uh, at home uh, that was hard because as much as I was getting and I was trying to balance it because I was in the place where I was doing the work I'd sort of break off check that live school work was all right and then it'd be meal times and things like that and then I'd go back and then if I wasn't seeing my partner I'd be like oh I'll finish that and before I knew it it was probably 10 o'clock at night. So my work-life balance at the start of lockdown was horrific. Whereas now, I'm trying to not feel guilty for sitting down <laughs> and not doing anything. Um, and, and that's my biggest thing because I'm always used to being 100 mile an hour at everything when I do sit down. But I am getting better at it. And I've, got, I've started watching box sets and I've started reading books again, which I didn't do. So I am getting there. Uh, at the minute, this week for me is is my month end and year end, so it's crazy time. So this is probably the worst week to use as a as a comparison. But mm. uh, but yeah, on the whole, I do tend to. I've You're got very better, aware. Yeah, I am aware of it now, and I think since having Liv, I'm aware that she needs to have as much, if not more, time of that. So because it's precious moments, I won't get back. Um, and that's that. Okay, Colin. Best to laugh. <laughs> so um, in terms of work-life balance, um, it's, it's very blurred. Um, having started a charity and running the charity and the charity is growing, it's a case of um, kind of the work and the life have become one. So um, constantly researching, constantly thinking, constantly, you know, um, even if I'm walking down the street, for example, I'm still thinking of, you know, what could I do to, to, you know, start this up or what can I do to kind of get people involved in this? So it's always on your mind, you know, things that you can do. And especially during this time where it's even more difficult, probably the worst time to start a charity. And um, it's a case of, you know, you, you're always thinking of how can I get through this during this time? Never mind any other time. Mm. So it's, it's very um, much work rather than life. And like um, like you said, with regards to switching, well, not switching off, but kind of yeah. breaking off, it's difficult and you feel guilty for breaking off because you think, well, you know, should I be doing this? But, you know, I need to kind of have a life as well. Mm. So when you sit down and you think, oh gosh, you know, sort of, of, of an idea has popped into your mind or whatever, and you think, oh, I need to kind of get that written down or I need to um, go on the computer and research that. And then you think to yourself, what am I doing? It's like eight o'clock at night, you know, I should be just <laughs> relaxing. So um, for me, there isn't really a work-life balance. It's, it's all kind of, it's constantly going off, whether it's in the background or whether I'm actually at the computer doing something. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult one for me. Um, yeah. So I don't maintain it. It's it's just constant. Okay, thank you. Right, and the last question coming up on this one. Ah, I can't see what my question is. Right, do you know when to switch off from work and what do you do to help? 
Um, I'm going to throw that one out to Nigel first. Um, I don't feel like I need to switch off from work because I don't find it that stressful. But what I do feel, and, and again, this is not me to sound like a politician dodging the answer, <laughs> but it's just having, it's having barriers. So the switch is never on or off. It's just having barriers of when I respond to clients, it's having boundaries and yeah. when you say no to stuff. Because, you know, I'm self-employed. I, 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 you know, it's, I'm my own boss. But it's just having those boundaries. So it's never really on and off. Um, I'll give you one example. When I went away to Turkey this year, when Claire were having a Nashes done, and Louise said, go away and I don't want to hear from you. I like, that's never going to happen. And I said to her, Lou, Lou, it ain't work. When I check in on you and I check in with my clients, I don't feel like I'm at work. No. I want to go in the Facebook group and do a live and talk. You know, it's not, that's not stressing me out. That's not causing me angst. It's, that's no. work. That's that, and I, I enjoy that, and that's why yeah. I said about the work. If I can create a, a work-life balance, that doesn't mean no, no. There's nothing wrong with if I'm spending time with Daisy, and then someone a client rings me, I can choose to answer that client, you know, it, you know, whether I want to or not. So mm-hmm. the switch is is not really a switch; it's more a, a barrier. And what okay. do you do to help with that? I, I think I've just created the right environment for that to to be the case you know I could have easily I could have easily created something where it wasn't or, or gone to the nine to five where it's easy to do that and there is it's you're in and out you're clocking you clock out whereas obviously I can't be like that mm. but I'm accepting of that and I deal with it and I just have barriers yeah okay right I'm gonna go next now because I've got an answer popped in my head so I thought I'll strike all the irons hot um <laughs> right I do now, um, at the start of my new role, uh, I've, the business I'm in, I've been there three years, but my role changed um, probably about 18 months ago. Um, and Nigel will remember me coming to class and be answering emails at six o'clock in the morning because we're a 24-hour business. And sometimes I'd get up at three o'clock in the morning, maybe to pop to the loo, and if my phone lit up, I'm like, oh, I can answer that question because I know that question. Because otherwise, I'd get back into bed and think, and I'd know it'd be on my mind. Well, I can answer that. I know that. So I wasn't very good at switching off because the 24-hour business, I've been in a manufacturing industry before where it pretty much was. We might have had sort of overtime till maybe 6, 7 o'clock, but it was pretty much, you know, daytime hours. So then to go to an industry that becomes 24 hours, I feel that I'm not performing right if I'm not answering 24 hours so that's why I it was hard for me to get into that and, and get away from that and I think hang on a minute I don't need to because it doesn't need to be me answering because it'll be the, the shift supervisor who's on at that time and I've pulled away from that so and that's better so I am getting better at doing that uh and if there's things that come through on an email that don't really need it then I, I just I don't and I'm I'm getting better at switching that off and and sort of chilling out and mm. the thing is the worst thing I can do is get on emails before I'm going to go to bed because I know I'm not going to unwind and I'm I'm going to be thinking about them so I now try and and especially if if Dave's here I you know I try and we watch telly and we just chill out no sort of things that are, are filling your head or, or things like that and certainly away from downtime as much if I can you know sort of stop looking at my Instagram or Facebook or what everybody's posted and just try and, you know, so that's what I do to maintain it. So the next one to 
Colin, I think. Yeah, we'll go okay. with Colin. So um, I do know when to switch off. The problem is I don't switch off. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's really difficult to switch off because yeah. I just feel like I need to capture that moment. Like um, you said, Jane, you know, when you when an email comes through and, you, you know, the answer to it, you just want to answer that uh, or sort that out there and then. Because once you've lost that moment, it's kind of like you feel either guilty or you, you, yeah. you feel reckless. Um, so, yeah, I do know when to switch off, but I just can't. It just feels like, you know, I've got to sort yeah. of um, answer or I've got to research or I've got to do something. And then that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, what, was, what, was it? what do you do? What do you do to help? Oh yeah. yeah, what do I do to help? Um, I just have to take myself out, you know, kind of either go for a walk, um, previously go to the gym, or or just do something totally different, go shopping or go and visit someone and just, you know, take myself out of that environment, out of that situation. Mm -hmm. um, obviously it's a bit difficult when it comes to nighttime, but um, yeah. you know, you just gotta, I know, like you say, watch TV or listen to music or something, something mm -hmm. totally different. It takes you that makes it helps you to unwind. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, then. sorry, <laughs> and then uh, over to Kath. Okay, so um, do I know when to switch off? Um, I don't always switch off when I should, and I think we've all already said it really that when you've got things that you know need to get done, it is sometimes that it, you know it's better to get them done because if not, you're just sitting there thinking that they need to be done. Yeah. So I, I, I guess I'm influenced by my the, the, the work that I do because owning a care company I have you know 15 20 staff that are out there in community do, working and whilst ever they're out there I can't switch off because anything could happen a client could die and I need to be there to support my staff so I guess whilst ever my staff are out working I don't I don't find it easy to switch off because I want to always be there for them yeah so I know that come eight o'clock at night when all their care is done and they've gone home that's when I know that you know I can sort of wind down a little bit um and also just times like bank holidays when we don't provide any services that's my that's when I can really switch off completely switch off but the rest of the time I, I probably don't switch off or don't know to switch off as much as I should um mm -hmm. but to switch off I use music the gym just anything really that puts me in a nice frame of mind um, mm -hmm. be, be that just to relax in a nice bath anything just to take me away from thoughts about work for a while so that I can process and think about things that have happened and come up with solutions for problems and things like that mm -hmm. okay yeah right thank you for that so um, that comes to the end of the work section so thank okay. you guys for your uh, input there I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the next section in a few minutes which will be rest a completely different situation so yes. thank you see you soon thank you bye yeah.